Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We good? Yeah. I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Seeing Luke Moore's penis is not the way I want to start the show. It's happened now, isn't yeah. it? Well, you should have said then. Pretty much, <laughs> it was pretty much most of it. I was expecting like a cheeky... No, it was all out. Oh, dear. Not even that cold. Why is it like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fancy a chip of laughter now. Um, <laughs> we are going to have to start the show quickly. Um, uh, but before I do that, well, I'm going to introduce you to Pete. Yeah, hello. I don't want to really be part of this this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, James or Jim? All right. Uh, last but not limp, Lukey Moore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know what you lot are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, fortunately, it is a podcast, not a vodcast. Um, chaps, last weekend, Benitez and Rafa Benitez and uh, big Sammy Allardyce were at it again. Feuding, yeah. that is. Yeah. Um, and that is the inspiration for the opening question. What is your favourite feud between managers? Two managers, I would imagine. Unless you can think of a third party. Uh, James or Jim, I want you to go first for a change. Well, I think my favourite one ever um, is when mm. old Keggy Keegan just couldn't <laughs> hack... Alex Ferguson's mind games is very simple mind games of just slightly criticising teams before they have a play before they have a play <laughs> <laughs> have a good play today before, before they have a game and uh, obviously you know what I'm talking about the whole I will love it if we beat them sort of yep. fiasco and he yep. just couldn't deal with the most sort of simple <laughs> pressure at the top of the table of Ferguson just sort of exerting his, his mind games it was, it was brilliant to watch mm. I watch it every now and then just to remember quite how mental it was you don't see that sort of breakdown anymore that was sort of less a feud more, sort of more that Ferguson just amusing himself. Yeah, <laughs> Keegan just <laughs> absolutely mental. That, for the record, that is actually in my top three favourite moments ever in football. Isn't mm. it? Really? Oh, amazing stuff! Come no, on, it's just slightly man, breaking voice. Sorry. He's out of order there. Yeah, to see a man emotionally and psychologically unravel live yeah. on television. Come I on, I would love it. Not Kevin Keegan. <laughs> no, fair enough. You like him, don't you? We all well, like well, him. Exactly. But he's a good man. He's a good. Man. He's a good man, but he's hilarious as well. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Luke, what have you? Got? Um, I think I've might. I've got a feeling from what he said yeah. earlier. I might have the same. One as Pete. Me, me and Luke. Um, so to, to um, sort of battle this, we're both going to do an impression of one of the managers at exactly the same time. <laughs> right, okay. I genuinely don't know. What After you three, one, two, three. three. Now, now then, young now. man. Yeah, I knew it was <laughs> cool. I was doing Jimmy Savile. Now then, now then. <laughs> I was doing Don Revy. <laughs> jingle jangle. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to go oh, for. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Peter's as well. Yeah, we're so. going to go for Don Revy and uh, Brian Clough. We're like Clark. a tag team today. <laughs> that was. That was a monumental feud of yeah. epic proportions that spilled out onto live telly. That that sort of almost was one of the reasons behind Clough taking the Leeds job, almost <laughs> arguably yeah. to completely destroy Revy's legacy. 
principle. And obviously it was made into a film, so it's a pretty far-reaching one. Isn't it? So yeah. Clough didn't know that, that Revy was going to be into because when Clough lost the job at Leeds, mm. he went on TV, didn't he? Mm. And he didn't know Revy was going to be interviewed at the same time. Is that right? Yeah, he what, probably for, got you for what? Over, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, for the, on the interview on the on the television. Oh no, yeah, they both Clough didn't know that yeah, Revy was yeah. going to be sat next to him because he kind of uh, well in the film and he kind of says to the presenter, "Go easy on me tonight." Yeah, yeah. He walks in, and it's like, uh-oh. yeah. But yeah. It, at one point, there's a great bit, um, and this wasn't on the film. This is actually uh, the, the real footage. They're chatting away, and it's the only time he, he, there's a slight bit of agreement between the two. And Revy says something, and Clough goes, "Right, good lad." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clough come across really well because he he was very ahead of his time at op- uh, sort of manipulating the media. Wasn't yeah. Yeah. Revy came across as a little bit stuffy and old-fashioned. Mm, yeah. So it worked in, in mm. Clough's favour, really, anyway. That's right, yeah. But that was a great feud. I mean, anyone who knows anything about footy from, from that sort of era will know that was unbelievable stuff. Because, obviously, Clough liked to play the game in the right yeah. way. And Revy, he... he well, I don't know, obviously I wasn't around there, but he, he perceived Revy to be... Did, you know, yeah. ...win-at-all-cost mentality. Yeah, really yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, Clough's in the, in the Dean Mundas Hall of Fame. So we've, we've, we've talked about him before. I, do, I, really, I kind of really don't want to say mine. Get all your medals together. <laughs> That's the great line. As far as I'm concerned, you got him through cheating. So chuck him in the bin. <laughs> oh yeah, that was his opening line to the Leeds yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I was going to go for uh, Jose, Jose Mourinho and uh, Carlo Ancelotti. Oh yeah. Um, either that or Diego Maradona and everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> haven't, haven't Ancelotti and, uh, and, Jose. and Jose um, sort of buried it a little bit, buried the hatchet okay. a little bit? Well, Jose Marino uh, thinks that the entire Italian establishment is against him and he sees yeah. Carlo Ancelotti as part of that establishment, doesn't yeah. he? Well, very much so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one worth mentioning, Wenger, Arsene Wenger and Alan Pardew. Yeah. yeah, remember they nearly oh, squared yeah. off against each other. Yeah. I think Pardew would win that. He's Pardew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know if you uh, Wenger is quite a presence? You know, if you, if you, he looks a bit you're not in a fight. <laughs> no, I, I think he'd be like a daddy long legs. He'd be like Dal Sim. <laughs> the thinker. Yeah. Yoga flame. Yeah. What, what Vega would do in a fight is he would dance around you loads without ever actually punching you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the points. Do you know what? It's got to be Clough. It's got to be Clough and Revy. But yeah. who do who, I give them to? Pete them? and Luke. Pete or Luke. I could give you a point each. I don't well, want it. Just give it to Pete. It's a principle. We're, we're not even sure how many points you have right, to get. It's just Marcus. points, isn't it? Who yeah. gets the points? It could just, be, it's, it's kind of like a you know an improvised piece. Of a talking show. one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we have a point each. You have a point. I'll each. shake your hand, Pete. <laughs> we get a Lefty. joint. A punch you. Right. Um, <clears throat> so one point each there, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone's happy apart from Jim. Yeah, I'm yeah. incredulous. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bit like Martin O'Neill, I'd imagine. Yeah, because mm. in the Carlin Cup final, Aston Villa lost two one to a side that should have been down to ten men after three minutes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a Phil Dad. It was, Phil Dad was a poor decision. You sound a real Cockney there, Phil Dad. Phil Dad. <laughs> I said, I said Phil to dad. my dad by accident. <laughs> Phil Dad. dad. <laughs> I was thinking of my dad. It's like when you called like a, a strange lady mum in the yeah. supermarket. By accident. That was embarrassing. And you're 27. Never done it. Uh, Phil Dowd. Yeah. It was mm. a poor decision by him. He didn't even yeah. book him. Well, yeah, I yeah, think it's purely because purely it was so early on, right? That's, that's got to be, be the only reason. thinking behind it. Otherwise, it it's just, just a baffling decision. <laughs> His card arm wasn't warm. Do, do you not find that you have really different types of referees? Because if you look at Mike Dean, he always gives penalties. He, if, if he sees an infringement that um, would have been a foul on, like, say, the halfway line, he'll give a penalty and yeah. it's in the penalty. Mm, yeah. Yeah. A lot of referees don't seem to think like that. Yeah. But I've never really... Phil Dowd annoyed me for the first time um, when... I'm not sure if you remember, Marcus, 
because you remember this better than me, so you'll probably better correct me. But when he, he I will was, certainly it was Wigan Arsenal, and he he, would, he refused to let a Wigan player back on the pitch, and Arsenal scored. Do you remember that? I remember vaguely, yeah. And I thought to myself, what a dick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Phil Day. Yeah, he's a bit... I, I mean, you've at least got to book Vidic. Yeah, oh, that. absolutely. Because Vidic got booked later. Yeah. Because he booked... And the obvious one in comparison is he booked Collins for his foul on Owen. Yeah. You know, in fact, Owen yeah. might have been in there, actually. You know, you can never imagine if he'd have sent him off. The crowd would have gone mental. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Villa certainly are not the championies. No, he, no. yeah. <laughs> God, but that woman feels stupid now, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Vidic, he pulled his shirt anyway, and that's a yellow card in itself. Yeah. So, I mean, that's before you've even started. And there was no-one else around them, so... I mean, I know. It, it, listen, it takes a big, big decision to to send off a player in the first few minutes of an FA, of, a, of, a, of a cup final, league cup final. And he didn't do it, and it cost... It, I mean, I know it's difficult to say, it's not as clear-cut as that, but it, it looked like it probably cost him the game. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I saw it and I thought to myself, no, I don't send him off because I want to see Villa beat them, with you know, 11 v 11. And then at the end of the game, I thought, well, I should have sent him off. <laughs> 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 but uh, Michael Owen, Pete. Yeah, well, I mean, Foreman, don't, don't turn to me. <laughs> what, a former Newcastle player? I don't, I don't like him anymore. For no. He does not wear the black and the white. Yeah, he <laughs> doesn't exist. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I, I kind of feel sorry for him a little bit. He's not, re- he's not really had the run of it for the past mm. five years. Did he have to go off injured again? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he pulled up with a hamstring. With a hamstring. And, he, and he looked pretty sharp, you know. Yeah. Did anyone see... Nice finish as well. Did anyone see Milner's celebration after the penalty? <laughs> yeah, you, looks, re- you reckon that was a dig at Terry? Well, I don't, I'm just speculating. Explain, that, explain what he did. Well, he, he scored he's a penalty. Hand up. He scored a penalty and he ran off and he did that, like fingers down his eyes to pretend he was like, like, like he was crying. And he put his hand on the top of his head like a fin, like a fin haircut thing. And it was, I mean, that could be Terry. <laughs> Terry cried after scoring, missing a penalty against United. And oh, that's what I'm on. saying. Put it out to the listeners, Marcus. No, put it we out won't. To the listeners. No, that's not going anywhere. All right. Maybe he was <laughs> doing the notable sad shark, which is popular yeah. on the uh, continent. The, the tearful <laughs> yeah, shark. The continent of Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> the continent of Europe, man, of which we're all a part of. Yeah. Um, Rooney scored another goal with his head. Has he got like eight in the last ten games with eight his head the, now? In the last seven, isn't like it? Eight in the last seven with his head or something? Surely not. It's 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 ma- he's a magnificent footballer this season. He really I is. just want to hide him somewhere. Like yep. can we just kidnap yeah. him for the World Cup. On the Facebook fan page, I put uh, Rooney is a phenomenon. Watch him break a bone between now and June. And some irate Chelsea fan put, yeah, I hope it's Craig Bellamy's. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, well, that moves us on neatly to the Premier League. Mm. Probably the best league in Britain. England. Um, <laughs> Chelsea did play Manchester City. Um, handshakes all round, bar one. Yeah. And Manchester City won 4 2. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. It's a very boring game in the first half, though, wasn't it? Until the, the two goals really late on. It was actually a real sort of. What terrible did, game, but what did you make really of, livened up. What did you make of Hilario's attempt to save the first goal? I think goal? His, his hands were not strong enough for a premiership cocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he seems to plant his feet oddly, Hilario. And it's, he it's, does. Yeah. It's, just, it's just reminiscent of a keeper who doesn't play football an awful lot. Well, he just doesn't play enough, so he no, plants no, his feet in the wrong place. His positioning for Bellamy's goal was yeah, well yeah. past the near post. Worse than the first one, I would say, because I think he's just been he's been thrown by the, the scuff from yeah, Tevez. Yeah, and, but the second one, it was just 
you should never be beaten from that angle. No yeah. way, no, no. It was a good, I mean, it's a good hit from Bellamy. It's a good I, finish. I but, thought, yeah. I thought uh, Tevez's first goal was really good for, by Tevez, you know, because yeah. he, he had no right. He never gives up, does he? No. Tevez has got this really brilliant thing he does where he'll keep the ball just near enough to him that if you, you know, if you make a challenge as a defender, you've you've committed yourself, and he's got that space where he can then manipulate That's it. Right. He's or you rather commit a foul or nip past yeah. you. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he celebrated by sort of pointing at Bridge, didn't he? And saying I, that one's for him, you know. I read an interesting thing which I was just saying to you boys before we before we started recording, which was that the protocol for that game was changed because ordinarily <clears throat> the home the home captain would lead his players along to shake hands with their away team, yeah, yeah. and the referees switched that round because between them and the officials have switched it round so the, the away team's gone past so Bridge doesn't have the option to have to shake Terry's outstretched hand it, yeah. that's what's happened isn't it I think yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's an interesting one um, Terry's also made an, en- an enemy with Craig Bellamy although I'd imagine that's probably quite an easy aren't we all enemies with Craig Bellamy isn't it <laughs> just like a given <laughs> he doesn't like but Bellamy, Bellamy Bellamy said like um, yeah, y'all know what he's like. you know what y'all know what he's like you <laughs> <laughs> could switch to a Welsh accent y'all know you all know what he, we all know what JT's like, you know. Uh, he's very familiar, JT. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know what he's like. And, but then John Terry said, uh, "People in people glass, glass houses." houses. Yeah. I was thinking, John Terry probably likes a glass house. He can look in the in the yeah. house without yeah. without going in the house. See if there's yeah. a wife in there he can have sex with. <laughs> well, I mean, is there a wife in there? I can see her. Mm. <laughs> it's an opinion. It's an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> John Terry sort of looks like. Like a really hard old man, yeah. but already you know when you yeah. see old men, they've just well. got harder with age. Yeah. John Terry, th- like this, all this focus on his love life has just made you look at his face and consider it from a woman's point of view. <laughs> Jesus, leering <laughs> down at you I'll like tell a you big what. pickled egg. Oi, Bridge, uh, Terry, uh, Tevez squared up to Terry, didn't he? Who's he your did. money on? Who's yeah. your money on? In a, in a backroom brawl, I'd have to say Terry. I'll, I'll, I'll no, say Tevez. No, no, I, th- I think Tevez probably has a knife on him. Actually, Tevez would bite your leg. You buy ripping chunks out of his neck with his teeth. As we know from Street Fighter, as well, Tevez can generate. Electricity, so it just, <laughs> just electrocutes. Uh, do you know what? I didn't think of all these things um, in my <laughs> rational head. Terry's, uh, Terry's tears would um, conduct the electricity a lot more effectively <laughs> as well. <laughs> Salty water, isn't it? Um, uh, but do you think, though, that uh, I know because Terry, when that happened, he really didn't look interested. You know, he kind of normally he would have shouted back and so on. I mean, do you think of like Terry's kind of. Has he been a bit humbled by this? Is he not? The, is he not the type of guy yeah. to get, to be humbled? Do you think? Do you think he's he's that much of a what's it that he won't learn from this? He'll just carry on these normal routine. Or do you think he, he I don't might know, learn I, from I, it? We don't, no, obviously, none of us know him, but it's affected his form. Yeah, well, everyone knows what he's like. Apparently, yeah. according to <laughs> yeah. Greg Bellamy, it's I, affected his form, hasn't it? No, absolutely, I think Tevez as well. I mean, that's not the sort of what happened on the pitch that led to that sort of confrontation. It wasn't really a big deal at all. I think Tevez has done that just to ruffle him. Yeah, and I think it, it certainly worked. Mm. It, yeah, I mean. His form is, is suffering, as we know, but I, I don't know. I mean, because Terry's been. This is by no means the first time there's been some controversy over John Terry, is it no. at all? I mean, it's bigger than it normally is, but I mean, I, I don't. Ex- I don't think he's going to suddenly become a saint. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but what sure. I think the difference between this and the other thing is that um, I think Terry genuinely feels the tide of opinions against him. In this yeah, game. yeah. I, 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 he will not had such a because when you're in that sort of position, you do feel untouchable. You're England you're bubble, cap- aren't you? You're England yeah. captain. You're peeing in pine glasses and you can't get in trouble. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's all it's all coming ahead now and it's like oh maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong yeah. which oh. makes Bridges decision to quit England all the more ridiculous because he, he would have definitely played actually mm. probably not going to be fit enough to play but to be honest I mean that that's kind of screws Terry over to be fair so if he really wanted to hurt Terry I mean it, uh, 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 I mean obviously he's thrown away his, uh, his England career for the next few years but I mean if he really wanted to hurt Terry and go, well, this is going to screw you over if I uh, if I stop 
playing. Let's not forget though that Wayne Bridge is genuinely going to be very emotionally sort of hurt by this because yeah. you know I, I think it's fair enough for him to pull out if he wants to. A lot of people are criticising him, but you know, it's the mother of his children and one of his best mates. You know, it's it's a very very difficult thing for him to have to come to deal with this quickly. Well, they're human beings, like we always try and remember. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, it has been said that Wayne Bridge is is quite a sensitive lad anyway. Well, but one yeah. pundit I can't remember who it was. It might have been on Sky said that he they he he knows Bridge or something as a person. He fully expects him to change his mind between now and June. Really? Yeah. Right. So well, we'll, we'll maybe he will. We'll have to wait and see uh, on that one. Uh, Michael Ballack lost his head. Oh, God. Yeah. I'd have been absolutely beside myself. That's a suicide doing? tackle. Yeah. <laughs> Tevez was, was in his own half and Ballack was already on a booking. Yeah. Yeah. That was just silly stuff. He just obviously dislikes Tevez. Yeah. So he just put that in there. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Cost him the game easily. Yeah. It's like when you're playing a computer game and you wound up, so you think, I'm going to take this sending off yeah. just to get, <laughs> just <laughs> get a bit of anger out. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, all that has meant that an Arsenal win at Stoke has brought Arsenal right back in the title. Yeah. Mm. It's, I mean, we say so often, don't we, oh, Arsenal are out of the race, such and such are out of the race, and then two games later, <laughs> it's right back in, so we should probably hey. stop making these silly hey. predictions. It's not bad this league, is yeah. it? No, it's, Pompey, it's are they out of the <laughs> uh, No, no. Not at the no moment. Chance. Maybe... Uh, yeah, if they get the they've, they've been shot at the side yeah. of, of the track. <laughs> I've been, I've been, yes, yeah, for, for everyone's benefit. Um, for the um, for the record, I've been annoyed at a certain section of Arsenal fans going massively over the top again. About oh, absolutely, I mean it's difficult. It's an awful, awful thing to happen. It to was not man. a malicious challenge. Well, yeah, uh, it wasn't. There's simple this weird that. thing where people do keep saying, "Oh, he's not that type of player." But is anybody that type of player that sort of mm. goes out to hurt people? I mean, there are people that Luke go in hard. Yeah, Lukey Neal, <laughs> yeah. uh, Lukey Moore, then that lad, that lad Tariko was it. Tariko for Spurs. Yeah, yeah, he was a dirty Argentinian. Oh yeah, sorry, but yeah, but I mean, sort of career-ending yeah, sort of challenges we're talking no. about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's 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 a horrible, horrible situation, and and yeah. I, I just think it, it really does cheapen it for people to to. I understand people are frustrated and sort of sort of a bit disappointed, but. You know, it cheapens the entire thing by saying pretend oh, he meant to do it. I mean, of course he didn't. When I actually saw the tackle, it wasn't as nearly as bad as I, I thought it was going to be. I mm. thought it was going to be like a sort of David Booth style, mm. like just horrible high, high challenge. And obviously, it, it, it wasn't nice, but it just looked like a sort of fifty-fifty from the replays I have seen. His, his leg, I mean, Shawcross, his leg was bent. It's not as if he was at full stretch. You know yeah. what I mean? It, like, it, if your leg's at full stretch and you do that to a player, yeah, it, that's a last gasp, yeah. stupid tackle. But it yeah. was fifty-fifty at best. Yeah, I mean, you could. You could you yeah. could see Shawcross was clearly emotional himself, and he was showing oh, yes. up. Well, apparently, his mum drove him home from the That's stadium. That's right. Yeah, I mean, he's only a young lad. I think he's twenty-two. Is yeah, he? he is. Yeah. And it's a great. I mean, oh, the whole thing is a shame. Of course, it is. But it's, but it's also a great shame for Shawcross. You know, he's got his first England cap as well, and it's same day as well. Yeah, it really has overshadowed that. You know, well, yeah. he'll call up. Yeah, we will play on Wednesday, mm. won't he? I mean, I can mm. understand Wenger's um, <clears throat> frustrations at this happening to three of his players, but I think the reason it happens is purely because Arsenal. So they're such a possession-heavy side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Teams are kind of forced into that yeah, sort I've, of yeah. tough tackling game in a way. And it's although obviously this it's that's over the top. You know, that's sort of, this sort of thing happening. You, you've got to try and do something to stop it. But I mean, what you, what can you do? You can't really retrospectively punish teams for going in hard if if no one's legs broken. Do you know what I mean? It's no. just not remember, in the spirit of the game. I remember Wenger going on a massive one, sort of late nineties when Arsenal were getting a spate of red cards. They got about eleven in one season. Yeah. They were going about how Wenger was mouthing off about how oh well you don't want the Premier League to turn to Serie A. It's boring, you know. You've got to have tough challenges and stuff. And it seems to completely turn itself around. Well, yeah, but there's a sort of limit on. 
tough, isn't well, there? But they, there's but leg breaking and yeah, but Jim, they ball say, winning. They say, oh, what happens happened to Diaby? He got an awful injury a few years ago. He did, yeah. yeah. But about a year around that time, he broke Ivan Campo's leg with an abysmal yeah. challenge. So it, it, the bottom line is not it doesn't happen to Arsenal, of course it does, but it happens to everyone. Yeah, it does. And the game is played at such a high pace. It's actually, the impact injuries are much worse. Mm. Uh, Francis Jeff has got his leg broken by Ryan Shawcross, didn't he as well? Okay, right. Um, was that right? Yeah, which is um, obviously not fair to. I'm not for a moment saying that Shawcross is malicious. I genuinely think that's coincidence. Just want to point that out. Well, a good thing for Arsenal, though, out of that is that they went on to win the game. Well, yeah, the, the players that were most visibly shaken by it were Fabregas and Vermaelen, and it's interesting that they were the goal scorers. That's right. Like really I mean, they love the a dirty challenge, Fabregas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On. They really... You could see the the passion when they scored those goals. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine was in that, the Arsenal crowd and he just said, everyone just went ballistic. It was such a yeah. release. Mm. You yeah, know, a big Sol Campbell was enjoying it. Yeah. Well, at Birmingham, when that had to Eduardo, they went on to lose the game. So exactly. They drew yeah, the game. They did. But it's, it's you know, it's very, very cathartic in a, in a sense, yeah. I think. And maybe with the running that's coming up, Arsenal are going to sort of get a new sort of uh, drive from this because obviously it's, they're, they're a group of friends, you know, that, that, that yeah. squad. You, you so get that impression. will be. So it's going to, it's going to spur them on and, well obviously I've yeah. one hope they can do it I think a lot of neutrals do weirdly as well a bunch of young lads and Sol Campbell um, yeah. uh, and <laughs> I tell you what Sol Campbell could have a, a Premier League winners medal at the end of the season <laughs> imagine that that is an incredible thought I, I don't think Arsenal will win it can, I, I, can I say something something a bit uh I wouldn't be opposed if he went to the World Cup. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> Seriously. Come on. I'm being serious. Yeah, as a spectator. <laughs> as a pundit. <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't. I, I'm not rooting for him to go there, but the, the way I'll send Let's it, hear what you're going to be saying when he g- loses it, goes mental in the North London derby and storms out at <laughs> half time. You'll see. Which definitely will won't let anybody down. <laughs> um, well, from the top to the bottom. Portsmouth. <laughs> um, they won... Yeah, it doesn't did. matter by well, the looks of things. Portsmouth and Clark Carlisle won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the worst defensive displays I've ever seen. Hey, well, he won yeah. countdown the other week. It's but, true. Uh, but a football game was a bridge too far for him. Yeah, <laughs> he, I don't know he's a good he lad, Clark Carlisle. Oh, he is, but he's Real a terrible defender. He's, he, was, he was rubbish. <laughs> He's well, he, genuinely terrible. He's been good for them this season, but he's made a couple of silly. Well, errors I think there. he's. A, I mean, I'll, I'll redress that slightly. He's, he's an average player. I mean, he's okay. Well, but when he's bad, he's terrible. Well, anyway, Portsmouth won the game. <laughs> That's the most important thing. And you know why? Because the Nuge was an energy ball and he couldn't play. There you are. You see, he definitely would have called us. Uh, he definitely scored a hat trick, and he would have hurt us. Yeah, he would have hurt <laughs> us. You'd have just been sort of sent down, wouldn't you? As yeah. like a sort of sympathy thing I, if the Nuge yeah. plays. It would have been such a scorching defeat. Yeah. Um, Portsmouth. I mean, it, it's not an ideal situation. It's no. far from it, Luke. It looks like they're going to go back into the court because the um, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs have appealed the voluntary administration as well now, which is bad news because they mm. really want their money. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's, I mean, I obviously I probably owe the money, so that's completely fair and reasonable, but mm. it's not such great news for fans of the club. You know, one of the things that came out of the, um, uh, out of the sort of... Um, Ashes towards the back end of last week was that um, just to give you a little insight of how Peter's story operates is that <laughs> his nephew yep. right was earning sixty grand a year yep. as a player liaison officer at Pompey. Yeah, wow. I mean, They're apparently the hundred and three backroom staff Pompey. <laughs> He's wow. Diego Maradona in charge of it. <laughs> I think I'd prefer him. <laughs> At least he's done something in the game. A rich uncle. It's a basic sixty grand a year for effectively screwing in players' light bulbs. Yeah, and taking them out. Well, saying that though, I mean, is that is that not maybe a normal salary for that sort of person? Because there's so much money. Not at when clubs. the clubs up the yeah, but you know, if he's, if he's got a contract, <laughs> if he's got a contract, fair enough. But I would argue the motivation for giving him the contract in the first place. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, dear. well, um, wasn't the kit man on like forty grand? Wasn't it? Yeah, but he's really big, so I'm not going to slag him off. Okay, <laughs> weren't you on a Maybe. salary? Of yeah, yeah. To be fair, actually, James might have a point. That might be a kit man salary. I've no idea. Yeah, who knows? But the kit man and the assistant as well. <laughs> Yeah. Is that too much? Is that gone too far? I think it has. Yeah, well, do you, I mean, will they get deducted the nine points? Because there's talk of if they if they do, they might appeal it or something. Yeah. I'm under the impression they will get the deduction, but they're appealing, uh, they're, they're, they've got plans to appeal the process. I mean, that's, that's the rules. I mean, I don't, see, well, I, can, I don't support that. Well, yeah. can you imagine if they appealed and it got overturned, they didn't have the nine points and can they you, stayed up? I mean, you'd never hear the end of that. Well, can you imagine? Yeah, well, from you. from the club. Sean Bean would be furious if you're riding <laughs> in on a horse. This isn't on. Other clubs down like down the back end of um, the leagues, they'll be upset because, I mean, they've... Yeah, of course. But whether you agree with the deduction for going to administration is a separate issue, but the fact is that they are the rules, yeah. so you can't appeal against the rules if you sit on no, these. No, so it's it's a mandatory, uh, sorry, it's a mandatory appeal just sort of born out of desperation, I think, isn't it? I'd it's, say so. So much yeah. of what Portsmouth does these days, <laughs> on and off the field, is born of desperation. We need to pay some solicitors more money. We need <laughs> yeah. to, too much money kicking around. Well, Portsmouth aren't the only club that are uh, in Fucked. terrible... Straight <laughs> <laughs> in there, James. Yeah. Do you know what? I I have to agree with you. <laughs> I really do. It's not a laughing matter. It's not a laughing matter, Pete. Um, hey, sorry. Uh, Chester City have been expelled from uh, the conference with uh, immediate effect. Um, apparently, the, the, the football conference board they recommended the action against the league's bottom club when they all met uh, recently. Yeah, they've not been able to fulfil a couple of fixtures, have they? Yeah, so, some right. of the players refused to get on the team bus because they weren't being paid. That's it. And I mean, they uh, couldn't field a team. No. Yeah. And as sad as it is to see, you don't really want to see it affecting other teams, and it's obviously not their fault. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's uh, one of those decisions they probably made regrettably. I would have thought. Yeah. Well, they were they were handed a twenty-five point penalty after mm. fail, uh, falling into administration last summer. Mm. Um, the 33 it, points adrift or something, weren't they? It's yeah. such a shame, though. I mean, we all remember them, um, you know, in a league above that, I think. Yeah, you yeah, know, they, they weren't always down in that league. No, 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 no. Are they going to start up again as, like, Hollyoaks Town? Yeah. Well, who, are the, who are the cast <laughs> of Hollyoaks going to support, James? That's exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could always do what a bit like what Adrianians did when, when they... Um, had to finish. They came back as Airdrie United, mm. so it could have been mm. Chester United. Mm. Chester it? Forest, Chester Wednesday, something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know. Chester United. Chester Alexandra, so... Uh, but all the best to... Chester everyone. Milan? <laughs> Sporting Chester. <laughs> Chester draws. Chaps and chapesses. Uh, <laughs> the SBL, Rangers 1, Celtic 0. Is the title all but over? It would seem so, wouldn't yes. it? Carl Lafferty disgraced himself again. Well, Carl Lafferty's massive, isn't he? I didn't realise. He, he goes down so like big. a sack of shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> do you see what he did? He took, he took a dive, get a player sent off yeah. again. Oh yeah, he, he did. did. Charlie Nicholas, that was quite upset. Yeah, he doesn't play anymore. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> he slagged him, didn't he? Yeah. He said it's not a question of ability because he's got none or something. Yeah, that's Charlie, right, that's Charlie Nicholas is, loves Celtic. Yeah. You know, obviously yeah. he used to play for them. He, he was looked so wound up mm. uh, after the match. I mean, from the highlights I saw of the game, I confess I didn't see all of it. It did look like Rangers bossed it, really. It, In the, well, after the sending off, obviously, they really. Yeah. But I think, yeah. Even, I, even before that. Uh, yeah, I think. Morris made a great double save, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a decent keeper. Um, did you see the, uh, the Hearts Aberdeen match? No, I didn't think you would have done. <laughs> um, lovely little overhead kick from Johnson in that game. Was there? Yeah. Talk us through it then. Well, you, I'll be honest with you. Desk? It wasn't. It wasn't an athletic one. No. But it, I can't. But I liked <laughs> it for that reason because you know, save that for the Champions League. He just fell backwards. Yeah. But the ball was like really high up in the air, and he just it, perfect timing. Fell back, leg up, bush, pop, bang, lovely, one nil, <laughs> and that was the only goal of the game. 
It's the uh, it's the first. It's the little things, Pete. You're it's, right. It's the f- <laughs> <laughs> put words in my mouth. It's the first. Uh, I'll take back. It's the first Scotland match with the new. Fellow. Oh yeah, Craig Levine. Mm. Levine. He's Boyd's not, in there. It was I talk, like Boyd. There was talk he was going to call up the two boys who were disgraced and told them they were, they were never going to play again. But he's yeah. not bothered, has he? Has he not? Nah. Scotland have lost one of their Champions League places to Belgium. Yeah. I mean, well, how do you think that's going to affect the, the league? But I still think Rangers or Celtic will win it. <laughs> um, That's not what I meant. <laughs> he's not even saying Rangers, Rangers or Celtic. He's not even. He's on the fence still. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's guaranteed. Well, it's isn't it to do with it's to do with rankings of the leagues? I think it? so. Yeah. Some opta heavy way. I'm was sure. there a little talk of Serie A losing one of their places? Oh, was the Bundesliga and the Bundesliga? Wasn't it? That they no, the Bundesliga were going to get one. Win oh, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got Is to move right? with the time. Yeah. You've got to move with the times, though. You, yeah, you, can't, you can't. Um, speak. By the way, speaking of you know, I said them um, last week that I'd happily see a Champions League spot go to the Maltese champions into like seventh place, seventh place in Premier League. Yes. Yeah. Someone, one of the listeners, sent me a little message saying that guess who scored a hat trick for Valletta in the Maltese League uh, at the weekend. So Stanley Matthews? Jordi Cruyff. Really? <laughs> really? He's turning up with Valletta in, the, in one oh. of the biggest clubs in Malta. Yeah. That's a wonderful thing. A little fact. Um, Great. But you've, you've got to move with the times, haven't you? I mean, you yeah. shouldn't, these, t- these big countries um, or, or traditional footballing giants shouldn't automatically get these places. You know, obviously I'm not talking about Scotland. I mean, Italy. Mm. I mean, Bundesliga is a very competitive sort of highly, highly rated league these mm. days. Yeah, absolutely. And they should reflect that. It's really tight there. It is very tight at the top. Um, it's only four points separate the top three. Yeah, I mean, also they've got a similar sort of race for fourth that we have as well, where it's yeah. very, very tight between those clubs. And it is a really, um, we talk about this quite a lot, but I think it's the best attended league in Europe. And you can see when you watch the highlights of games, the atmosphere is really, really strong there. The prices are competitive for tickets and stuff. Yeah. Like that, aren't they? What happened with um, Podolski? What as a human being? Because <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> what, the, you, what young player of the 2006 World Cup? And he yeah. went to Cologne for about 10 million euros. Cologne. Yeah. Col- no, it's Cologne. Isn't it? Wow, in, in English, Cologne. Okay, right. Yeah. Cologne, is, is a, as a native would say. Okay, so. well yeah. done. Thanks. Yeah, well, I mean, with Podolski, like, I think he scored one goal, wasn't he, since he's been back there? Did he go he's back been, a, yeah, he did. It's been absolutely abysmal. He never really took off at Bayern Munich. And there's, apparently, I, I read this today, when he was playing for Germany, um, mm. Michael Ballack pointed out to him a run he should have made that he didn't, he, that he didn't make. And he slapped him. Really? I, mean, I don't know whether this was on the pitch or like in training or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ballack went down. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's shocking. It's just, the attitude on him is unbelievable. Yeah. It's also worth remembering that Podolsky was sort of being spoken of in the same sort of uh, sort of bracket. Bracket, yes, as, as Wayne Rooney at the time in, yeah, was, in, yeah. in the, the, around the World Cup and stuff like that. It's, well, just, that. it's just incredible. A lot of people were actually saying, "Well, you know, if you know anything about football, you know that Lucas Podolsky is actually better than Wayne Rooney." Yeah. So, well, <laughs> where are you now, then, people? They, yeah. They're the standout still players. in royalty, I think. They're both the standout young players, weren't they, of that World Cup? Yeah. So. Well, him and Closer were a great partnership for, mm. for Germany as well for a yeah. time. Uh, strike partnership, of course. Mm. Yeah, it's a funny one with him, but um, we'll, we'll watch his progress, Marcus. That's right, that's mm. right. And Jordi Cruyff. What he needs, to, <laughs> what he needs to do is come to the Premier League if he wants to prove himself. Well, yeah, no, don't think he can hack it. Best league in the world. <laughs> exactly. An early kickoff here, and some of the defenders are still having breakfast. Oh, email. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of Barry Davis there, PT. That's class, mate. Oh, Pete. 
marry me. Uh, <laughs> but first, read out an email. Will do. Um, this is from a young man by the name of Carl Lawson. Uh, Ramble Force, ho, lads. Whoa. Just on Ricardo Fuller's earrings. Like, <laughs> we did a big shout-out for Ricardo Fuller. <laughs> well, James mentioned Ricardo yeah. Fuller on the, on the Ramble Extra. He's a bit yeah. of a flash one. He's yes. a bit of a flash one. Um, anyway, just on Ricardo Fuller's earrings. They're not actually earrings. They're plugs <laughs> that look like earrings. According to Graham Paul, he asked the Premier League to wear them to avoid infection. What? What? I met the guy on the way to Jamaica last October with my dad. I seemed a decent guy, signed my sketchbook and discussed the <laughs> failing state of football in Jamaica. LOL. Um, <laughs> he doesn't go on to say anything about the plugs, but I mean... Well, what? So he, he presumably has them to replace the earrings while he's yeah, playing football? Yeah, keep them, keep the holes keep open. Keep the hole open. Perhaps. Does he well, heal really quickly like Wolverine? <laughs> Is that why? Yeah. Very well, thanks, thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to hear that he's not flash in person as well. Yeah. He yeah. says, uh, P.S. also saw Deco on that rainy day in October in Heathrow, was just after the Chelsea versus Liverpool game and there was an international break on. He's a flash git as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's spotting flash footballers at, oh, like uh, at airports. I like Deco. Where is he? What's happened to Deco? Has he just been injured for ages? Chase. He's knocking about at Chelsea. He's taking it easy. Yeah. He's on the training grounds. He's, he's on the plane. Get him on that plane. plane. Get a few yeah. free kids. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's got an email. Hello, Ramble Force. Oh! Hello! Hello! <laughs> Must email in on something I saw this week on La Sexta News, which is obviously a Spanish news programme. Tenerife are charging a minimum of €350 Euros for the cheapest ticket for their home match against Real. Worth it. I know that some Aston Villa fans are aggrieved because the likes of Birmingham charge them £50 for an away ticket, but I think the Tenerife fans can feel a little more aggrieved themselves. The idiots were still queuing around the stadium to buy tickets this week, though. Fools! Keep up the good work, <laughs> Rob, in Valencia. <laughs> That oh, is, Robin Valencia. That is an absolutely outrageous amount of money yeah. for a game of football. Well, yeah. they got absolutely smashed as well, didn't they? So. Yeah, they got beat five, didn't they? Or yeah. Something like that. yeah. I mean, 350 euros. That's incredible. Euros. Yeah. 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 Thanks for pointing that out, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not Real Madrid bullying them into making them do that? Well, I probably just think that there's so many people, the demand to see the Galacticos mm. is so high yeah. that they can charge. I mean, supply and demand, isn't it? Right. Simple, yeah. son. Simple. Supply on and the, demand. On the other end of that <laughs> spectrum. It's Harry Redknapp behind, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, on the other end of the spectrum, Somebody else emailed in. I forget his name. And so apologies for that. But there's a, a side in uh, Germany, the second division side, who, are, mm. if you are unemployed, then you get to go to the game for one year. They're, they're a Frankfurt side. Frankfurt, then it's right. not Eintracht Frankfurt, I don't think. Oh, it's, but it's one of those. It's one we, of the Frankfurt we, sides. Did we not talk about uh, not that recently, but a while ago, about how Villarreal are giving away tickets yep. to sort of unemployed people for nothing? That's yeah. right. yeah. This sort of thing does seem to be starting to happen half, like all over Europe, and it's really, really good to see. I mean, hopefully, it will sort of start. Fulham do some good offers. Take well. note, Tenerife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, that's not going to get people working, is it? No. no, no it's not going to induce them into... Uh, into labour. Into labour, is it? Mm. All you're going to get is loads not of the broken Brits abroad with too much money <laughs> to spend on it. It's not the holidays. responsibility of a football club to get people into employment. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's all of our responsibility, Marcus. It is exactly, at, It Luke. is at Portsmouth if you happen to be the uh, nephew of the chief. <laughs> yeah. <of death>. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Call back. Like oh, it. Dear. James, read out an email, please. I will. Ramble Force Ho! <laughs> What's uh, poppin'? Ryan Ricketts. <laughs> And a happy St David's Day to you all. Honourable mention to Giggs's sexy feet for Pete. Yeah. Oh, rhymes, like it. Uh, also, what with Newcastle's plight last season and now the ongoing troubles at Pompey, it appears that there is a hex on the Ramble Forces club season by season. Is James or Jim now worrying about Arsenal's future next season, the possible loss of Sesk, Wenger, or even the mighty arsed soul, thus leading to a tense relegation battle? And does Marcus fear administration, maybe, for Leighton Orient? No, I don't know why he says Orient. What? Why does this guy think I support Leighton Orient? Well, I don't know. His name's Nick Jenkins. You're going to have to take it 
out with Nick. Yeah, Nick. Marcus doesn't support Leighton Orient. No, no, he doesn't. It's I've, I've, scored ag- I've scored against Leighton Orient under 18s before. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all been downhill since then. <laughs> I don't trust a man who doesn't support a team or isn't very vocal about it on a podcast. Mm. Like what I, I impar- am. Impartial, <laughs> an- yeah, impartial anchorman. <laughs> yeah. Move on. We all know, but he ain't going to tell you. <laughs> I think it'd be a little bit concerned, f- a little bit late for me to get concerned about Portsmouth. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I, I will constantly worry about Fabregas leaving. It's like if you like end up going out with a girl who doesn't realise that she's amazing, but then she sort of grows and grows to, to realise that she's actually brilliant and that she's too good for you. You can't compete. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chess will leave at some stage. Maybe not will. this summer. But Incidentally, I had a dream about Sesk Fabregas and I asked him in this dream, how do you pronounce your first name? And he said Sesk. And you call him Chess. I've always yeah. called him Chess. It's not even recently that he's been called Sesk, isn't it? No, Did I've he... never heard him called Chess by anyone but you. Really? Okay, yeah. that's interesting. You know, I love, I love how you've well. actually kind of that's real evidence for you. It was a dream I had. Dream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to call him. I'm still going to call him Chess. But did you see that um, John Motson was calling Ricardo Rocha Rocha? <laughs> he will do. He was calling him Rocha. <laughs> Marcus, so Hello. who is going to get the Championship Manager goodie bag this week? The man who met Ricardo Fuller, Cole Lawson. Carl. Carl. He'll, he'll need the bag because he goes to airports a lot. Yep. Are you not allowed to take the glass on the plane? You <laughs> <laughs> can play Championship Manager on the plane as well. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it all on the plane. Yeah. And drink out of his championship manager pint glass. Yeah, well, he won't be allowed that, will yeah, he? Right. Oh, yeah. Saying. Oh, sorry, Pete. Yeah, I wasn't listening he to you. He will be able to wear his championship manager T-shirt. He will, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, it's on its way. Ah, what a contrast with the previous man. Uncle Barry Davis. Yeah, great stuff. It's the closest we're ever going to get to getting him on the show. <laughs> Nick. Pete, you really have... Pulled it out of the bag. You've touched me in my special place. <laughs> I'm not the special one here. The profile player is the special one. Yes. And who is it? Cast your minds back mm-hmm. to when uh, we interviewed Kenny Pavey on the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Kenny Pavey. KP. There's only one Kenny Pavey. Yeah. Kenny, who would you like to see inducted into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame? Easily, I'd love to. Uh, I would love to put me me my favourite player Teddy Sheringham in there. Edward Paul Teddy Sheringham. Yeah, there he is. Come on in, Steadwood Ted. In a moment, <laughs> Steadwood Teddwood. The evergreen. Or he had is... all those names to choose from. Why did he go with Teddy? Oh. What an idiot. <laughs> well, as as uh, David Plate once called him, Terry Sheringham. <laughs> 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 Which is actually a better name. <laughs> Terry Sheringham. Yeah, Teddy Sheringham, MBE. Yeah. <laughs> not the O is not for nowhere a, near it. Ben. MBE. For a large propo- once called him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a large proportion of his career, had to be known as the evergreen Teddy Sheringham. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, played for a number of uh, English clubs, uh, most notably Spurs, Manchester United, West Ham. Colchester United, all Forest. the shop. Forest. 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 Oh, well. oh, very good. <laughs> Thanks. Just thought I'd enjoy myself for a rare moment. Um, it's funny, actually. He Looking at um, Sheringham, his career, he retired very late on, much like Sir Stanley Matthews, the previous... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For the previous week. So, not a contrast to the previous profile. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A highly decorated uh, player he was, mm. but uh, only towards the end. Mm. He went a while. But um, we'll start uh, at the beginning. He was born on the 2nd of April, 1966. God, a year before the yeah. summer of love. Just before England's World Cup triumph as well. Yeah. Same right. year as Eric Cantona. Yeah. 
Is that a coincidence, people? Yes. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> Almost what, what certainly. With, what, with, <laughs> what with time and that? Yeah. Oh, don't slag time, OK? Um, <laughs> or what? It'll come back and get you? <laughs> yeah. One could say his game was based on being one step ahead of everybody else. Mm. Mr. Mr. Sheringham. Football is a game played with the brain. Johan Cruyff. Are you telling him or are you quoting oh, him? Oh, I'm just saying that's a particularly <laughs> relevant quote for Telly Sheringham's career. Oh, OK. Very Some people so. call it a one-night stand, but we can call it paradise. No, Simon Le Bon. Not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I just thought we were doing quotes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are a bellend. <laughs> <laughs> Order. <laughs> Uh, he started his um, his professional career at Millwall, and a lot of pe- a lot of people say that um, Sheringham he was quite a down to earth guy. You know, he was very aware of his uh, roots and and you know his his personality and playing style. That people said were developed at uh, at Millwall um, in the eighties alongside people like Terry Herlock. You remember Terry? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute yeah. animal he was. Um, <laughs> But uh, but I'm sure he was a lovely fella, just yeah. in case he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, people do say that, but he was actually... Uh, we spoke of Flash players before. Well, He was a little bit Flash in his, yeah. uh, in his young days. Because George Graham was in charge mm-hmm. uh, when he was, was at Millwall. And and Graham really didn't like him because he, he was trying to get Sheringham to cut out all the flash stuff because obviously George Graham is, you know, yeah. a bit boring as a, as a bloke and a manager, I'd imagine. <laughs> but, um, he, Sheringham said, I was a flash kid in those days, a real showboater with a repertoire of all flicks and touches. I wasn't interested in scoring boring goals. They had to come from benders into the top corner or chipping the keeper or something like that. And he said, uh, George Graham told me in no uncertain terms to cut that fancy nonsense out of the game. He's having none of that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to be fair to Sheringham, he did say the uh, the other players told me that the manager couldn't stand the sight of me. And he said at the time I, I didn't appreciate that, but um, he was obviously trying to teach me a valuable lesson. And, and because of this, uh, he was loaned out to Aldershot very briefly, but he was also loaned out to Swedish uh, Division Two side uh, Djurgardens, I think that's pronounced. Yeah, Djurgardens, yeah. Uh, in Sweden, and of course that's where Kenny Pavey mentioned yeah. Sheringham, because obviously Pavey went out to Sweden, yeah. he's still there. Also supports Millwall, doesn't he? He must be a hero. Yeah, oh, yeah, big so time, big time. I would um, wager that's why he chose him. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, when he was playing in Sweden, um, they were they were paid to uh, a different amount of uh, the money if they to win a game or not. The, the Sheringham said they got forty pounds if they drew a game when he was playing for the mm. Swedish side, and eighty pounds for a win. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because normally, in, let's say Serie A. Uh, you get a lot more if you lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good, James. Very good. Um, he said, so So a lot of these players, are, they are literally playing for their livelihood, you know? Yeah. And, and he said that uh, he kind of looked at the game a bit differently then because when he's trying all these fancy flicks and so on, he's thinking... It's not going to buy you a pint at the end of the day, Teddy, is yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he was more thinking of his fellow teammates, actually. Yeah. Thinking it's a bit unfair on them if I'm yeah. trying to play for myself here. You know, yeah. he became a bit more of a team player there and... He learned a lot of footballing lessons uh, when he was in Sweden. He had a good time there, though. He scored uh, 13 goals in 21 games, and he helped them win the uh, Division Two North title. Mm-hmm. Um, they won promotion that, that yeah. year, so he had a good time in Sweden. We were playing football on commission. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it should happen to all of them, James. Hey, <laughs> right in my way. Yeah, yeah. there you are. Um, thank goodness you don't. <laughs> uh, he came back from Sweden and became a regular start for Millwall, formed... Uh, a formidable partnership with Tony Cascarino. Mm. Oh, yeah. One of my most hated footballers of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Cascarino, to be sure. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, he was a club's top, top goal scorer for four seasons when he was there. 
And in July 91, he, he was 25 in July 91. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he, he was sold to Nottingham Forest. 25, he's playing for Forest. Spurs and United are still to come. Yeah. 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 Um, I can't remember a young Teddy Sheridan. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Um, he was signed for two million to play alongside Nigel Clough. And I love this. Brian Clough <laughs> insisted on calling him Edward. Yeah, <laughs> now then, Edward. Now then, young man. <laughs> um, uh, they did all right for us. Finished eighth... Uh, in the first division but he uh, famously scored the first ever goal shown live on Sky Sports that's right nice little can't take that away from him that's when football started <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> exactly. right so that's basically the first goal ever. ever goal that's what Richard Tim Lovejoy would say he might have and done. I say go Marcus because <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> um, he did he, he, he signed uh Later for Spurs uh, for, for, for 2.1 million, and he was the Premier League's or the Premiership as it was then uh, top scorer in 92 93 with 22 goals, 21 for so- Tottenham, and, and one with Forest. And that was the Premiership's first season, yeah, inaugural season. Mm. Inaugural, yeah, there you are, you see. Um, he didn't win his first England cap until the age of 27. So still time for you, mate. Well, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> You've not made yourself unavailable for selection for the summer, so... Not just yet. Well, you're signed to the ramble and you're happy. Although yeah. after, you know, what's been going on, I might might take myself out of the equation like Wayne Bridges. Hey, Pete, he knows about you and his mum. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1996, he played in the European Championships for England under El Tell. He was great in that tournament as well. Mm, yeah, and was. that was... I mean, he formed a wonderful partnership with Alan Shearer. The SAS. The other SAS. There yeah. were two SASs. They were indeed. And, and he was... Because he, I can remember the build-up to that tournament and getting so annoyed that Sheringham was in there. I was like, Ferdinand, Fowler, yeah. even Ian Wright, Chris Sutton. Yeah. Why not Sutton mm. and Shearer up from, for England? Guy yeah, yeah. Whittingham. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but after Guy Whittingham's time, actually. Yeah, yeah. A young David Nugent. Yeah, yeah very young <laughs> David. <laughs> it was a tournament too far for Guy Whittingham. <laughs> Paul, Paul Walsh. <laughs> you know, it's another name. <laughs> yeah. you know? If nothing else. <laughs> but do you know what I mean, though? I mean, Pete, you must. Mm. Les Ferdinand, who's keeping him out the side. Well, yeah, but. Uh, Can we uh, use his full name, please? So, Les Ferdinand. So, Les Ferdinand. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit annoyed, but I mean. I- I, I did like probably like sharing a mo on a on an international stage. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Honest. You're right. He, he was so good at picking his times. Of yeah. He's a better foil for Shearer sharing a yeah, yeah. They did work together so brilliantly. I've never had a player. I've changed my opinion on him so much from when I was just like, what is he doing in the squad? And then yeah. the tournament came, and I thought, bloody hell! Oh, you were a young man. Yes, yeah. yeah. we all make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, probably the only one I've made, mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> apart from joining this podcast. Mm. Um, his finest moment, perhaps, in an England shirt was uh, against Holland when he scored two and they won four. Mm. That was a superb performance from, from the team and from him. Rousing. Mm. And arousing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Barry Davis commented on that, comment, commentated on that match. What did he say? Uh, I do remember when, when Shearer and Sheringham both got subbed off. I think it was 4 0 at the yeah. time, or 4 1, and uh, Robbie Fowler and. I forget who else came on. And he went, oh, yes, sensible substitutions. <laughs> <laughs> he kept going, like, every time a goal kept, went in, he kept going, it's three, yeah. it's four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to love him. I, I, Commentating I was his business, and business was good. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh dear, but um, he was signed uh, back to Sheringham once again. Uh, he was signed by Manchester United in 1997 at the age of 31. Yeah, to fill Cantona's shoes and Cantona just question marks over that signing yeah. at the time. Yeah. Well. Andy Cole was happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's to come later. But think about it. He's born in the same year as Cantona. Cantona is retired. Is retired, and then Sheringham has moved to the biggest club of his career, no yeah. apart from Portsmouth. Um, yeah. The age of 31. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, and then there was the Andy Cole incident, which uh, do you know where that started? It was against Bolton. Uh, well, it, it started off. Was it not? Um, that Sheringham said something. So I'm, I'm trying to help you. I'm only trying to help you or something. And Andy Cole was like, "I don't need your help." And he, went, "I'm trying to help you, mate." He went, "I'm not your mate." And, and the way Andy Cole oh. told the story when I read it was that it just made Andy Cole sound like a massive idiot. Well, even from yeah. Andy Cole's yeah, point of view. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, they, so they fell out. They didn't like each other. Yeah. His, his version of events still made him out to be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I've not, not heard Sheringham's version of events. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, yeah, the, it was a game against Bolton. Bolton scored and Sheringham blamed Cole um, for the goal. I, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Maybe not tracking back or something. I don't know. No, but they disliked each other before that because Cole, Cole was up in arms when a United signed Sheringham. Right. But apparently they never spoke again. No, they, they, yeah. they didn't associate each oh, other yeah. at all. But if, if, if you were Sheringham, you know, you've come on and saved the European Champions League. Oh, final. yeah, yeah. You yeah. scored the league Would you not look at him at the dressing room and go, Give it a still wing. angry with me, Big Daddy? Shall I have your winner's medal? Yeah. <laughs> Pass him the trophy. Have, have a go on this. Have a go on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you do. Going back... Uh, to the 97-98 you know at the end of that season he played a big part in England qualifying for World Cup 98 and he played in that tournament but that was when Michael Owen came on the international scene and kind of took his place uh, after a couple of games in that, that World Cup but because um, yeah, Owen didn't start did he he came that's on right. I mean, he came on against uh, uh, was it Tunisia the first game and then Romania the second mm. game and of course he scored and he started against Colombia and, yeah, and Argentina yeah um, he hadn't won a major trophy by the age of 33, okay. Teddy Um And until United... Still early days, Marcus. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, until United won the Premier Premiership. And then he scored in the FA Cup final, uh, which they won, of course. And then, well, we just mentioned the, the, the Champions the big League. Yeah, yeah. Which, was, which was incredible scenes, I think, yeah. I think we can all agree. I mean, for, even from a sort of... Someone who's got no particular affiliation at all to Manchester United. I mean, that was some turnaround. That yeah. was. Oh. The overriding memory I've got of that was Sammy Cathur on his knees, just... Punching yeah. the turf. Mm. <laughs> I just I remember just knowing when they got the second corner. Just just knowing they were going to score. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they were so jammy like that at the time. And obviously, it was it was because they were a talented squad. But it was just you just knew. It's a hallmark of Ferguson's tenure at United. Yeah, they, oh, they, they, they they just really do battle onto the very last sort of whistle. Right, yeah. And there's no it's no coincidence they get so many late goals. Mm. Um, that's right. In in 2000, 2001, Sheringham. He was United's top goal scorer and he was voted Player of the Year by the PFA and the, and the Football Writers Association. Mm. Unbelievable. Do you think Andy Cole voted for him? <laughs> Do you know, I don't think he was considered for a vote. No. <laughs> um, it, it, un, 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 unbelievable stuff. And in uh, after which uh, he resigned. Uh, sorry, after which he resigned for Spurs mm. uh, in the early noughties. Mm. But still playing his part for England, qualifying for World Cup 2002, scored in that game against Greece with the, the Beckham match. Yes, when it was when it was two all came on. He was a bit of a super sub. That'd have been his last goal for England, would it? Quite possibly. Yeah, I think it might have been. But yeah, he was a bit of a super sub back then, old Sheringham. Yeah. Um, played at the finals himself. I remember him playing against uh, Argentina, mm. and he came on against Brazil, which was to be his last match. He retired from England at the age of 36. 
Wow. The thing about showing him, I remember in that Argentina game, he came on, didn't he? Yeah. And um, he did his best to really sort of slow it down and That's try right. and keep hold of the ball a little bit more because mm. England had a, under Ericsson had a bit of a tendency to go headless chicken a lot. Yeah. And they were one up, weren't they? That's Be- right. Was it a Beckham penalty? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, I remember just really, really sort of calm head, trying to get all the other players to calm down and stuff. And, and he was an asset to them. He's just as experienced around the camp as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah very much so. Um, he played for Pompey, of course, 2003, 2004. Yeah. I think it was. Our first season in the Premier League, that one. Yeah. Mm. He was sort of integral part of Pompey yeah, setting up as well. Weighed in with some goals. Yeah. He really did well. I, I was, I mean, he was pretty popular down there. There was actually go. talk of an England recall, even then, weirdly that enough. Chiefly by me, Jim. Yeah. Mostly, <laughs> mostly by you, if I remember rightly. I'll claim it. Yeah. <laughs> No, he, he was very popular down at Fratton Park, and, and you know he's one. He's a clever player. He's one of those players. It might sound a bit odd, but when you actually go and watch him in the flesh, you appreciate him so much more. You right, know, yeah, because yeah, of the yeah. positions he takes up, he drops off. He's intelligent. He's always making himself available. You know, he's not necessarily always the highlight grabber, or you know, or the he's not not going to be star yeah. highlight reels or headline grabber. But he, he really does, sort of, you know, make a contribution and, and, and a valuable one. Very much so. He signed for West Ham after Portsmouth. Uh, they were in the Championship at the at the time, um, but he was the uh, the division's third highest goal scorer with twenty goals. He won the Championship Player of the Season award and helped them reach the uh, the playoff final, where they they came back to the Premiership. Mm. Um, he was well, luckily enough because his game well because his game was never based on pace. That's right. Mm. He could he could he could just go and go and go and go. You know, yeah. and, and it would it would never affect him that he would lost a yard because he never had a yard anyway. Really, mm. you know, it was in his head, and it's a clear to say but it is genuinely true so, uh, uh, of him more than anyone else I've seen I think yeah well he, he, on 19th of August 2006 he became the oldest outfield player in the history of uh, of the division 40, uh, 40 years old <laughs> uh, he was still on West Ham's books um after his 41st birthday <laughs> which was just incredible he became the third oldest player to appear in an FA Cup final uh, when they when they did, it was the three all match three against all, yeah. Liverpool yeah. so close to a winner's yeah, medal yeah. Yeah. Well. a minute away or something like yeah that. that's right he beat his own record um at the age of 40 and, and 266 days uh, beat be his own record for being the oldest uh, premiership scorer previously held by Roger Mia probably <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing the right. Roger Mia just breaking his own age records over and over again <laughs> well I think Carnu's probably broken that record <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well not yeah. officially yeah, yeah. that's right yeah Carnu should say that he'd get that title yeah, yeah. maybe he'll do it when he retires yeah oh by the way that's yeah. um, that, that's on 87 <laughs> yeah that's right um, he signed for Colchester United in July 2007 um, and he was the oldest player in all four divisions at the time of the football oh, league. Yeah. He, he's clearly a man who just loves to play football. Yeah. You know, like the, the, obviously, the sort of the level wasn't an issue to him at the time. He wasn't one of those players that insisted on going out at the top mm. and sort of leaving a sort of glittering legacy. He just enjoyed it so much that That's you could right. see he just wanted to carry on for as long. And as he, he was could. still good. Yeah, he was still good. He made over 700 league appearances in his career. Uh, unfortunately, his career ended on a, a bit of a low because Colchester were relegated from the Championship. Mm. But still. Yeah, I'm sure he did his best. He said that his dad wanted him to carry on and beat Sir Stanley Matthews' record of playing at 50, but he was like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Dad. <laughs> on You've been pressuring me for so long. <laughs> One of the things I forgot to mention about Stanley Matthews last week, and I annoyed myself by not doing it, is that Matthews used to train in weighted boots. Oh, did he? <laughs> and so when he got on the pitch... Oh, he's much lighter. Yeah, yeah, he's much <laughs> on his feet, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, it's a good, good little thing. I'm not suggesting Teddy Shearing did the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incidentally, when he um, he came out and announced his retirement, uh, a friend of mine was uh, was working on a, a television, a very well-known uh, television broadcaster. Yeah. And he... Uh, 
he w- went to meet Sheringham to to get him into the studio, but Sheringham uh, turned up late. He, the guest should be there, you know, at the latest half an hour before yeah. the show mm. kicks off, and yeah. get the makeup on and be briefed and all. And Sheringham hadn't arrived, and it was about five minutes before the show starts, mm. and and everyone's like, "Where the hell is he?" You know, he's going to announce his retirement, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And so uh, my mate ran over to to get him from the gatehouse. And the, the, one of the guards said, "No, no, he's, he's gone in the building." He was like, "Oh crap!" So he, <laughs> so, he so he ran back over because it, it was a bit of a maze to the studio. He mm. was saying, so he, he ran over there, sprinted over there, and in the foyer, Sheringham was there just having a little drink of water from the water dispenser. And we mates, oh, all right, Teddy, and he just looked at him and gone. Teddy Sheringham just looks at me and goes, "Are you in a rush?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he knows what time the show starts, yeah. and he says, "Oh, sorry, we've just got to be on air in a, in a few minutes." Sheringham went, "Well, it's all about timing, isn't it?" <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah, that's great stuff. <laughs> Get in there, son. <laughs> great stuff. Yeah. So uh, Sheringham, but as he said, you know, in his pomp, there was nobody better at holding the ball up, bringing others into play. I like to think he said that when he scored a goal. It's all about, it's about timing, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> just to Andy Cole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What a man to bring others into play, though. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I shall end with a quote from the great man himself. Yeah. It's all about timing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> come on in, Teddy. And it's your time to come into this Hall of Fame. That's right. Like, is it maybe a bit late to say, get him on that plane? <laughs> <laughs> him and Sol. Yeah. Yeah, get them on. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. If you'd like to get in contact with us, then please email podcast at thefootballramble.com and check out the website, thefootballramble.com. Gentlemen, how are we doing for Betway? What are you going for this week? Uh, I'm going weekend, for, I've gone for a treble this weekend. That's so have I. Yeah, have you? Well, I don't think it's the same as mine. I've no. gone for Arsenal to beat Burnley, yep. uh, West Ham to win. Against Bolton. Uh, and Manchester United to win as well. Away to Wolves. Mm-hmm. I've gone for uh, Palermo to beat Livorno. Serie A. I've gone for Athletic Bilbao, Dean Wendass Hall of Famers, yeah, yeah. all of them, yeah. <laughs> um, to beat uh, Real Valladolid, and I've gone for Everton to beat Hull. Mm-hmm. And I've gone for that because I think it'll happen. That is a multinational treble. Yes. <laughs> multinational <laughs> wins. I've gone for Arsenal to beat Burnley. I never bet on Arsenal, so it's almost certain that they'll come across. You're going to single handedly derail their title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went for a Liverpool draw last week, and that didn't bloody come up, did it? So really? this week I'm going to go for. Loving Man United to win. <laughs> I, need, I need the points. It's a banker. It's points, point, points mean prizes. Yeah. Betway.com forward slash the football ramble to peruse those bets and maybe have a bet yourself. Yeah. If there are any Peruvians listening. <laughs> the hell. <laughs> James. Marcus. You've got a notice. I do have a notice. Uh, the notice is basically, if you want to look really stylish... Right, and with sexy. A sort of, and sexy, with a Dean Windass Hall of Fame member's face on your chest, right? what you can do is go to our website, click on the banner that says Cult Zeros, and you can order yourself a T-shirt um, featuring members of the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. So, yeah, go over to thefootballramble.com and do that! You can also get a Ramble Force whole T-shirt on with our faces on. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Pierre. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Lucas. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. Uh, we're all off to have our ears plugged like Ricardo Fuller. Ta-ta. <laughs> That's unnecessary. Don't ever throw sugar around. <laughs> 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 Why didn't you?
you catch it? Ring finger. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it was? Piss. <laughs> well, fucking coffee earlier. 